Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. Praise the Lord. Back. Got my co-host with me, Pastor Michael Teddy. Excited. Um, we haven't been together for a little bit, but we're always kind of communicating. And uh, any anything, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail, if you want to shout out, give us a shout out. Uh, Pastor Michael, how's India? How's how's uh, little baby Ethan? What I haven't spoke. We haven't been on camera for a while, and so uh, what's happening? Things have been great here. A um, couple of uh, things uh, moving around. Uh, I recently changed jobs, uh, <laughs> so uh, that's been kind of exciting, interesting. Uh, we had uh, a, a lot more people starting to visit the church. Uh, we've had more people requesting for membership. Um, so things have been, you know, things have been going very well. So uh, we're glad, we're happy. Um, you know, we've got a lot more young people coming to the church. Uh, we recently, we conducted a marriage. And so we've got, now we've got more people looking to get married. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of things happening. And so we're just grateful and thankful and it's always a joy to do, you know, these recordings with you as well. So, well, it's, it's always good to have you. So I woke up this morning, and you know, I uh, yesterday I was I was telling uh, Pastor Michael we did theology throwdown, and I'm going to get him on next time. So I was I was waking up this morning, and I says, man, what am I going to talk to Pastor Michael about? And I says, man, I'm going to give him some questions, let him answer some questions, so I can kind of relax and listen and a little bit, but. But this was something I was thinking about. You know, usually we, and I want to be honest here, usually we just go on and talk. Uh, we talked a little bit before we actually started broadcasting because I just didn't want to, you know, kind of ask uh, Pastor Michael questions and, you know, without discussing something. But something I was thinking about this morning when I was thinking about this premise, and I, and I figured Pastor Michael would agree that I would be able to ask him some questions. But one of the questions, and I just did a podcast, and I was telling Pastor Michael on the Uvalde, Texas shooting. Now, if people don't know, Pastor Michael is a, a pastor in India, and we are a co-host here on Street Talk Theology. Um, obviously, it's easier for me. Sometimes I'll, I'll do solo because, you know, time differences, and Pastor Michael is a pastor over there and he in India, and he's got a brand new baby Ethan and his wife and, and he pastoring a church. And he's also got some other uh, things going on and he, and he works. I mean, so when we do get together, I, I'd like to, sometimes I like to ask Pastor Michael his view on what he sees on American soil, you know, living in India because he keeps up with current events. So Pastor Michael, we had a tragedy here, the Uvalde shooting in Texas, where um, these many young children were, were, were killed by this gunman, it seemed like from his Facebook page was 
kind of a vigilante or of, of sorts or, or someone who was kind of planning these attacks. And so from a perspective from where you live in India, looking into American soil and hearing of these things, what would be your theological musings on 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 what you see here in America on what happened? And the, and the second part of that question, do you have any of that, those type of uh, shootings and, and things where you live in India? And, and is, is that, are those fair uh, uh, questions, uh, Pastor Michael? Yes, yes, they are. They are more than fair questions. Uh, yeah, something that I always, uh, you know, try to remind my brothers and sisters in the West is... Um, you know, the, whatever said and done, the whole world uh, observes the West. Right? Whatever happens there is news here. Uh, whatever happens there is something that yeah, eventually gets spoken here. Um, all eyes are on the West. So um, when good things happen, we um, it's a good model for us. When bad things happen, it's, uh, you know, it's something that uh, we ourselves are sorrowful for. And so even from here, our hearts go out to the families, uh, especially. And, you know, I've, I've heard of these shootings happen before. But to be honest, um, it's an entirely different experience to hear about this on the news after you have your, after you have a baby of your own. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it, I, you know, I just read it. I heard what happened. I put it up and I just sat there shocked, you know, thinking, wondering, you know, what would they be going through? And so it's a tragedy and, you know, um, so I want to be careful when I, when I do, you know, speak about this topic. And, um, so first of all, that's what I would say. My prayers are prayers. Our hearts go out to those families. What happened was evil. What happened was sinful. What happened was wrong. And uh, uh, we must, uh, you know, we must all remember that. And uh, so, so having having said that, no, this kind of issue does not really happen in India uh, as much, or you know, anywhere near as much, simply because people don't own as many guns, right? And um, I, I, I know it's a I've spoken to enough of my brothers in America to know that uh, gun prohibition is a very sensitive topic. It divides. Very sensitive. Uh, Second Amendment. Very, right? Yeah, it's a very <laughs> sensitive topic. And um, so in India, we don't, I mean, we, I think we do, we can get a license to carry a gun, but it's not done so. You know, people don't, um, most homes you go into, they don't carry guns. No, nobody has guns here. You know, so that kind of access to weaponry does not exist. Um, and so it's it's just not seen. It's not. So that kind of a violence where we have shooting in schools is we, we never hear of something like that happen. But we have our own vice. We have our own problems. We have our own cultural issues. Um, I think uh, the uh, amount of rape cases that happen in India are sh alarmingly high. Um, you know, um, and it's so alarmingly high that uh, a lot of it doesn't even get reported. Um, so there's there's a lot of other things that happen here, but not so much gun violence, and especially within 
uh, a school and this kind of a thing is so when we hear about it it's uh, it's stunning it's uh, stunning in the sense it's uh, it just shocks us you know it's how can this happen so uh, definitely a sad thing to happen um, but i think you know uh, just even thinking deeper about why do things like this happen um, we live in a broken world we live in a sinful world we live in a world where the prince of the power of the air rules uh, the sons of disobedience um, we live in a world where um, evil exists um, in fact we live in a world where uh, only the christian can make sense of the evil that happens right you uh, it, what happened is so bad so evil if you take an atheist and you ask him why was it bad why was this evil that happened he won't be able to tell you why he'll be able to describe uh, you know the the sorrow that he feels of uh, from what happened but he'll never be able to tell you why but we are able to see evil for evil because we know good for good and so god becomes the uh, moral authority by which we are able to see that and so we are able to weep properly we are able to value the lives of those children properly and we are able to see the loss properly and so but we live in a broken world and we live in a world with evil and that is why we as christians are called to be the light of the earth the salt of the earth the salt of the world we're supposed to be here as the beacons that um, that light up the alley that light up the road and and our light is supposed to shine so bright that darkness has no place over it and so what you are watching everything that you watch in this regard is the is uh, the effect of the lack of a christian world view it is the effect of the lack of the gospel and so what we do as christians by taking the gospel to the ends of the earth is not simply adding church members what we are doing is we're changing cultures what we are doing is we are influencing nations you know uh, arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon you and nations will come mm. and kingdoms will come and why they will come to the dawning of the light that shines within you i think about paul in the hall of tyrannus he's sitting in this hall and he's persuading <laughs> men day and night about the word of god and people are traveling from all ends of asia minor to hear him speak right and why do they want to hear him speak because here is a man who's just shining light and people are coming out of darkness to want to hear that light um as as tragic as what happened we have hope we have hope because christ lives we have hope because the gospel is the salvation is the power of salvation for all who believe and we as christians carry the light the hope that beacon that we are supposed to light across the world you know um and and we light the streets with this gospel and that's what we try to do with street talk theology and all that we do here yeah, pastor michael um so another thing couple of i got another question um right. on that and you answered the one about 
So you don't see a lot of this in India. So so here's it is it now obviously evil's not going to have the last say in this world. Right. We know that. But here's a here's a theological question, if I may. America, America. I, I want to be careful here, but America at large has really denounced the gospel. I mean, we live in a a godless culture, LGBT community. I mean, you know, because the first question anybody asks, you know, how can God allow this? But but at the end of the day, nobody recognizes God. I mean, I, I was reading, remember, we started off as Psalm 10 is interesting. Right. Psalm 10 says, for the wicked boast of his soul's desire and the greedy man curses and spurns Yahweh, the wicked in the haughtiness of his countenance and countenance do not seek him. All his thoughts, there's no God. So I wonder, according to Romans one, and this is a theological question, forget it. Well, I want to be careful here what I say, but. Can this be some type of temporal judgment on a country that has spurned the living God? I mean, is that a fair assessment or question or statement or something that you'd care to expound on? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, is, it is. But in the sense of uh, if we say that uh, this is God's judgment upon the world, of a sinful nation, a godless nation, a nation going into these kind of sins, uh, it would be right to say that. But it, you know, people would immediately wonder, but what kind of god would uh, punish a nation by uh, killing the children? Uh, you know, letting a madman go into an elementary school and kill the children. And uh, what we need to understand is um, that what we are saying is not that God one day uh, puts a magic spell into the mind of that man and leads him into the school and causes him to shoot everybody. No, that's not what's happening. No. Right. So what, what we are trying to say is, so God's created a wonderful world, a beautiful world that mankind has constantly broken. We, we sinned and corrupted the world and we continue to live in that sin and corruption. So everything in our natural human state is inclined towards corruption. Not only are we corrupt, but we are inclined towards corrupting the world. So even when we read in Romans 8 and we read about how all creation has been subject to futility because of the corruption of our sins. So in all these things, you know, in the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are there is no God. Now, people might argue and say, hey, but it's not like everybody who is an unbeliever says there is no God. What about people who say, you know, who believe in another religion? Or what about nominal Christianity? Or what about all of those kind of things? Well, I, I don't think that what the text is trying to tell us is that everybody is going to have the identical same statement of faith or statement of a lack of faith uh, or a statement of atheism. But what the scriptures are trying to tell us is that the culture of the world and the culture of the flesh is hostile toward God. Amen. It is opposed to God. And because it is opposed to God, it doesn't matter if you verbally confess faith in God 
and then continue to live and walk down the broad road of destruction because when you do that you are walking the culture of death you are serving the culture of death you're living in the culture of death the culture that christ brings is a culture of restoration what yes. jesus brings in the gospel is a restoring work to bring all creation back so if we read in romans 8 again that all creation are eagerly waiting for the revealing of the sons of god why because as christians as renewed believers we are in the ministry of restoration we are bringing things back by the power of the blood of christ we are restoring things back to the order of the to the order of the christian world view to the order of righteousness and so everything that so you rightly said that the western world is collapsing but like you said evil will not have the last word so when they burn the house down to borrow the uh, the language of uh, friends at canon plus uh, once they burn the house down we're going to start rebuilding it. Uh, we're going to start building it back from the ashes and so that's what culture does that's what the world does it corrupts it destroys it brings down because that's the nature of their father the devil who seeks to destroy who seeks to corrupt who seeks to lie is the father of lies so what you're watching the western world do is they are following the prince of the power of the air they are denying the god of creation they're denying the living god and they're living in sin and they are reaping the benefits of that sin they are reaping the benefits of a broken culture they are reaping the benefits of corruption and so when we see this kind of uh, evil at display we are seeing corruption now again i want to be careful here but to be honest here are five you know i mean i don't know how many incidences i've heard of in the past you know a uh, couple of years of shootings and you know all sorts of these things happening so here you've got in at at display something that's incredibly evil okay but here you have children who've died before your eyes you've seen you've seen what's happened and it's horrible but what about the millions of children who die without being seen in the womb right great point they would look at this as being evil but there is a far greater atrocity that mm-hmm. is happening before their eyes and they have no problem with it exactly right and, and it's really pick and choose and but if i put on the christian world view and i look at it as as horrible as this is it is also horrible to see uh the lgbtq propaganda it's horrible that we have a pride month and we're doing this entire recording apparently in a month where uh, sin is openly celebrated all of it is evil right all of it is horrible you know pastor michael that's a great point I, in fact uh, a little confirmation on on the on the sermon i preached this week but i did mention that the president our president here got up and and called this an evil atrocity which it was we we we've spoken about that but then again this same president is for abortion is for right. the okay of of killing 
babies in the womb. So right. you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I'm, right. so, so here, as a world leader, America is getting a mixed theological message, and you can't serve two masters. Does that make, is, is that okay? Now, I, we have about, um, I wanted to relax and just get fed this morning, and I am. I, I, uh, <laughs> so in about five minutes, this would, I mean, obviously, is this not a call to repentance? Is this not a call for contemplation on, you know, tomorrow is not promised to anybody, right? Pastor yeah. Michael, I mean, so we're getting mixed messages. This yes is evil, without a doubt, but we know evil won't have the last say. But killing the baby in the womb, I mean, yeah, just as evil. Right. It is. And if, and if we're looking at scales, it's it's far more evil because the it's 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 a great it's it's a greater sin simply because of the volume of babies that are dying. Um, and, and I think it, it boils down to this, whether people like it or not, Christ rules the world, whether people like it or not. This is God's world. I think uh, I think it's it's Kuiper who said. I'm paraphrasing at this point, but there's there's nothing there's no there's no area upon this world upon which Christ will not say mine. Everything is His, right? Every every arena, everything belongs to Him. Every aspect of this world is under His authority. Uh, we have Jesus before He ascends, saying that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So Jesus is King, whether people like it or not. Right. And Jesus sets the rules. And so the point is, we live in his world. We live in his world. And the Christian worldview is the only worldview that can explain to us how we ought to live, what we ought to do, and how we ought to be a moral people, how we need to submit to him, how we need to submit to his rule. We look at the Bible to understand what is wrong and what is right. We call sin, sin. And we call righteousness, righteousness. And when you have a culture that reverses that, where they call sin righteousness in their standard, and they call righteousness sin, uh, you're going to reap the benefits of corrupting his world. So God's given us really uh, a life uh, that can be lived in joy, in peace, in pleasure, in delight, in worship, in submission, in glory. And God's given to us all of this in his son, Jesus Christ. And so the world can reject all of that. The world can keep saying there is no God, but that doesn't seize God from being there, right? It, it, they can rebel against God, but they're never going to defeat him. And so as much as they do these things, they're going to reap the benefits uh, of their, uh, the benefits of damnation. They're going to reap the benefits of destruction. They're going to reap the benefits of corruption. And all of it is evil. All of it is bad. And so they have no standing uh, by which they are able to even call evil evil. You know, and so by acknowledging that, uh, you know, by or, or promoting Planned Parenthood and by promoting abortion, they have left themselves empty handed. 
that they cannot really look at this and call it evil anymore. Yeah, uh, Pastor Michael, I'm not done with you, but I have to be done with you on this segment. I, I get to pick Pastor Michael's brain. Uh, like I said, I am going to the Southern Baptist Convention this week, and that's a story for another day, and I'll have a report back and, and get with Pastor Michael on that. When I get back, uh, I am going to California this week, Lord willing. Um, but one more segment, segment, uh, Pastor Mike, can I, can you sure, hang sure. out with me for another uh, half hour? And I got some more questions and, and is, is yeah. that okay? Uh, Pastor, yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, this is good. This is good. I'm relaxing and just getting fed. Uh, Pastor Michael's a blessing to us here. At Desert Sky, I know he's a blessing to you there in, uh, can I say, podcast land? Is that <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, this is Pastor Dominic Romaldi, Pastor Michael Teddy with uh, Street Talk Theology. We take theology and bring it to the streets. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Romaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.